lovely people. Welcome to Walkie Talkie. I am here with uh, Abigail. And I'm here with Jochem. And this is a podcast for students where each week we discuss a topic related to student life or whatever else is going on in our lives. We review a topic and speak of our experiences with it and it's a great way to relax between your studies. And yeah, the podcast is uh, called Walkie Talkie because, well yeah, uh, we walk and talk. And the topic for this week's episode is overrated versus underrated. Okay, boom, let's get it going. Uh, this is our third episode of the season, Abigail. Uh, welcome back, welcome back, lovely mm-hmm. listeners. I'm all hyped up today uh, because Abigail, uh, you thought of uh, the topic uh, this time. I did. Although, actually, you think of most of the topics, by the way. I, I hardly do anything, so all credits go to, uh, to Abigail. Uh, but this week, we are talking about overrated slash underrated things. Uh, it has, you know, some connection to uh, to student life as well, but it's also just fun. And I think a lot of people can sort of identify with the things that we're going to sort of call out. Uh, we're going to try to be sort of super friendly. I myself have a very um, London, UK-based theme around my topics. You know, I thought, uh, let's get that connection a little bit back to our British audience. Uh, but yeah, underrated things, overrated things. And then we sort of, you know, just uh, discuss them. Uh, and uh, we're going to start out with an underrated slash overrated show, right? How are we going to do it? You're going to mm-hmm. call one, I got to call one, or you want to call both, and then I call both? Um, yeah, we could do sort of one each. Um, but also, I just want to put a disclaimer. This is just a personal opinion. Please don't get offended if we don't like something that you like. It's just not a personal hey. thing. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's just all fun and jokes, right? I mean, we're friends. We're just having a mm. conversation and you can listen to it whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is our underrated, overrated things. I've spent a lot of time thinking about this, by the way, because I didn't want to offend anybody. Oh, okay. So, you know, I was sort of, I'm going, this is why I'm going British. Okay. You want to start out? Yeah. You can start off. There go. Oh, I can start out. Okay. I thought you were going to start out since you have all the ideas. Um, okay. So my first overrated thing is... Uh, a TV show. So I think Game of Thrones is wildly overrated. I think Stranger no, Things Game is wildly of overrated. Look, people are already going to stop listening now, Abigail. What are you doing? <laughs> Be mad at it. I don't care. <laughs> it's not a very good. Show. Very good. <laughs> I've actually never seen it, by the way. What? Well, good for you. You don't need to watch it either. You can just have secondhand feedback from people who tell you the, the, you know the books are so much better and the finale of season eight or however long it went on for is crap and blah 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 and it's like i don't want to hear it and also it's the mystique around it this is the reason why i don't like certain other properties if you say you don't like game of thrones it's like oh the look of repulsion from people like oh you don't like game of thrones yeah i don't like game of thrones and i don't mm. like stranger things and i don't mm. like harry potter I don't like Hunger Games. I don't like anything that other people like. You don't like Harry Potter? No. (gasps) If you say to me, I don't like Harry Potter, you are my type of person. All right. Yeah. I read the books. I watched the films. It's just, it's a bit cultish almost. It's like... It is, but a, a big generation grew up with it, right? So... It's very important. I mean, big generation grew up with it. Uh, you know, lots of people want to be like Harry. Um, well, Harry, hey, Harry Styles. 
Oh, I'll come to him later. <laughs> oh my god. It is, it is. I'm not saying you can't, it's not overrated, but just Harry Potter. I mean, you know, you're hurting me a little bit. But I'll take it. I'm, I'm so, uh, you know, oh, I'm I can, sorry. I can I'm have sorry. it. I can, I can have it. So, sorry for hurting your feelings. I uh, know. I can take it. Uh, I think it's a bit overrated too, by the way, uh, especially now with the other films. And then there's this and a theater show that and a musical there and blah, blah, blah. I mean, at some point, the franchise is done, right? Come on, let's just stick to the books. This is the, this is Warner Brothers, uh, you know, synergistic opportunity of saying that I'm going to put this out so I can just peddle more merchandise and so you can get Gryffindor tracksuits at Primark. And uh, all the girlies will go and buy them. And, you know, they're like, oh my God, I'm part of Gryffindor. So <laughs> it's like... <laughs> True story. <laughs> okay. So, but yeah, Game of overrated, Thrones, overrated. super overrated. Okay. Uh, and especially because... Why? Why? Because you don't like it and other people do like it. That's why it's overrated. It's just... I just don't think it's as good as people would say it is. And I'm, I, again, maybe I can't completely say this from an opinion because I haven't seen all of the show, but I think the first two scenes, and it just had a lot of scenes that I just felt were unnecessary, like just violent scenes that were unnecessary. Um, I just couldn't really relate to it. I mean, I, I, they always say like stories are really good when you can you know, detach yourself from them. I am a little bit weird in that if I can't relate to any single element of a story, I just really won't like it. So even when I'm reading books, for example, like I will imagine like the male character to be a female character so I can put myself in that position because if I'm reading it as a, with a male character, I just can't relate to it. And then I won't like it as much. So I always have to change things in my mind to be able to be like, I can be that character or I can like put myself in those shoes. Mm. Um, and I just think with Game of Thrones, I just couldn't do that in any aspect for some reason. I just found it to be very difficult to watch. So I feel like it's overrated in the fact that the content of the show is just not, it's not matching what people are saying it is. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. And, you know, I think personally, I was also, when it came out, it was like at an age that I was like, look, I'm not going to buy into this anymore. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, this is, you know, there's other problems in the world that are non-mystical and magical and what the heck. I mean, you know, it's nice probably, but yes, yeah, so, you know, I can buy into it. And it's also super time consuming. I mean, eight seasons of how many episodes all take like mm. an hour. Uh, that's a, that's a, a lot of time that you're putting into something. So, you know, I would also say, you know, as you were saying, right, a lot of extra scenes. I mean, come on, compress this thing a little bit. Probably the whole story can be told. Mm. in a <laughs> in a couple of seasons anyway yeah I, that's just me a good point yeah over no, i agree awesome yeah i agree and i think what you're saying about the fantastical elements that's probably what makes it very interesting and appealing is that it's escapist um and a lot of stuff is escapist in nature and that's why these kinds of um shows and films sell um but at the same time you know it was just like it's just getting to be too much it's like i'm not gonna go on a rant but every time i go on netflix I just see the devil everywhere. Everything has got Satan in it. Everything has got some sort of demonic thing. And I'm like, what is the obsession with putting the devil in TV shows these days? It's mm. just really weird. Mm. That's probably because it's selling, right? But anyway, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, getting people's attraction. Uh, um, yeah, I think, you know, their attention, I say. So, yeah. Anyway, good. All right, overrated. Let then me get to like an underrated thing, which is very nicely sort of balancing this out, I guess, is, you know, I thought of like, what's like an underrated show? And then I thought of, you know, the BBC News. 
What? The BBC News. That's an underrated show. It has got a cool sort of like intro jam song to it. <laughs> it does. <laughs> look, these are proper publicly paid journalists, you know, who are sort of, you know, some of them, I guess, are a little, uh, you know, subjective or, uh, you know, have certain views, but most of it, they're at least trying to be sort of neutral. Uh, so, you know, I'm saying underrated BBC News. It is it underrated. Does. You've caught me off guard with that one. <laughs> just like okay what about channel 4 news yeah i don't watch that because ITV news cnn mm, yeah uh CNN. i don't know I, i'm not watching any of those i was just uh you know although the bbc news right i do watch and i think you know it's just neutral television you know they don't make claims they cannot uh you know back so you know i'm happy with that you know this world nowadays needs neutral media and you know where do you get non-opinionated information anymore nowadays well you know bbc news is at least one source that's trying to be a little you know neutral in its, in, its, uh, in, in you know what it shares yeah there you go and then let me say what i find a very overrated show is like almost any fucking show that's on youtube uh right it's so overrated I mean, you know, there are so much shows over there where you just get into, um, you know, although there are also actually good ones. So maybe I shouldn't be too harsh on them. But, uh, you know, overrated show on YouTube because there's like always all these ads in between, you know. Why, why am I watching a show with so many ads in between? But um, yeah, and they're too long. Have you got an example of a show that's overrated? Uh, do you mean like a premium, like on YouTube premium? Or do you mean like just a... Well, you know, I'm not going to call out names because I don't want to be personal, but I just feel that many <laughs> of, uh, you know, many of things that come up uh, in the front page uh, that are, you know, of these influential people, they're just boring stories about someone's life or someone with too much money. And they're giving wrong impressions about, you know, what, what you know, uh, what, what's normal. And, you know, this is what I'm getting, and I, I get super agitated by this and I'm trying not to do it, but you know, it's, it's not normal to, to buy this or have that, or, you know, uh, be, yeah. You know, if, if you, if you have a million people viewing, you're not a normal person anymore. So don't try to be, or try to pretend you are, you know, it's, so I, I just okay. feel that's, uh, that's unfair. Uh, and again, right. Uh, these messages that these influential people, vloggers or whatever you want to call them. These are not neutral people, but you know, I think they're creating great content. It's just overrated. Do you say you think it's sort of like, I shouldn't try to be one of you guys, like you're peasants and I'm. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. Yeah. And you know, what's then even worse is the people that start, you know, cutting up the clips of, you know, a certain channel and then showing those. So like, uh, you know, uh, if you hate Elon Musk, watch this. You know, stuff like that. You're like, what the heck is that? Oh, yeah. Like oh, YouTube man. shorts. Yeah. yeah like, or inspirational uh, Elon Musk quotes. And, you know, what? The, but maybe that's not really a show, but it's just weird television. I mean, and it's wasting time. I know, I know. I'm not going to call out their name, but I know someone who does this. They have like 3 million followers. And they just post like an hour long videos of people like, I oh, know Elon Musk, Joe Dispenza, 
um, Jeff Bezos, just random people who have a lot of money talking about their morning routines. This is what <laughs> so-and-so does every day to kickstart their morning. And they like have an ice bath and then they sacrifice a child and then they do blah, blah, blah. And it's like, hang on, what? And it's like, they've got 3 million followers from posting other people's content. I know. And then a lot of this, a lot of these clips in between that you see like a person reading a book, like all this stock media stuff in between. The, you're like, what the? The B-roll. <laughs> what is this? And you know, it's, it's, it's on the front page of YouTube. Even when you delete all your cookies, you're not locked in. It's right there. I mean, this is overrated stuff. And you know, shame on YouTube. They should sort of put that stuff away. I mean, it's crap. And you know, it's intellectual property violation. But yeah, sorry for going on a rant. No, it's fine. I agree with you. I see it all the time. And um, I find it really fascinating as well, because just sort of jumping on the back of this, there's like a makeup YouTuber who has like 15 million followers, super famous. And somebody has reposted their videos and makes money from it. Like they're the one who's making the content. And I think, God, I'm missing a trick. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should go onto some famous person's thing edit the clips so claim it as mine and get the money from it uh, there you go and you know you should start with harry styles i mean there's so much over there yeah, re but really yeah this is a business model and you can edit so you know just uh probably you know you can even have a computer edit it and just throw it online put some uh, music below and everything's going well and you make money it's actually nice to put it all out there gosh <laughs> calm yourself down <laughs> i'm calm <laughs> all right uh, the next topic is film, uh, right? Uh, so any, uh, any under overrated films? I'm going to rattle some feathers again. Yeah. Um, or ruffle some feathers. Ruffle... <laughs> My phrasing was wrong then. Ruffle some feathers. Um, I don't think it's a particular film I sort of think is overrated. However, there's a director I think is overrated. I might have mentioned to you before. I don't like Quentin Tarantino. I think he's overrated as hell. I don't like his films. I find them in wildly, incredibly boring. Um, there's some things that I'm like, okay, I didn't mind that, but I think also him as a person is wildly overrated. The way he talks about himself, it's so egoic. Like there's nothing special about the work that you're putting out into the world. I'm sorry, beloved, I'm sorry. Wow, that'd be good, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not opinionated at all. <laughs> years because no one ever lets me do it and now i'm like i hate you tarantino i love no, it i, I love it and, and does it does it help to vent does it help <laughs> i feel like five years worth of stress has just left my body <sighs> thank you lovely listeners it does help a lot yeah all right Quentin tarantino yeah <laughs> therapy yeah. session yeah no it helps and you know i also have an overrated one which i stole from um um from uh, what's his name again uh, the guy that's now in the Barbie. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. Uh, you know, an overrated film, Avatar. Yes. Holy yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, crap. I agree. And, you know, if you want to have some fun, uh, you know, go to YouTube and then watch Saturday Night Live, uh, you know, Ryan Gosling, Avatar. <laughs> and he goes, you know, he goes apeshit over, uh, over the font they're using for the, uh, for, the, for the Avatar sort of name on the poster. <laughs> It's it's mega funny, so you know uh, he and it's apparently 
if I if I understood correctly, it's a sort of a personal. He actually, you know, felt bad about this. You know, the non-creativity that somebody puts into something. You know, but anyway, uh, you know, uh, watch the Saturday Night Live. It's super funny. Uh, by the way, I didn't come up with all of this uh, stuff myself. I just went Google overrated films because you know I didn't I couldn't really think of one. But then I saw this one, and I also remember sitting in the movie theater watching this show, uh, the Avatar film, and it was you know it was really bad. It was super boring as well. It was boring. Yeah, nothing happening. Yes, I literally I said this, I said this to my students on the first week because we all do a a sort of intro icebreaker. What film do you hate? And one guy said with so much conviction. Avatar, and he was like, and the second one too. And I said, you know what? Back in the day, right when it came out, it was like revolutionary. We were like, oh my god, three D, this is amazing. Yeah. It was like this sort of bell, bells and whistles and whatever on it. And I thought, I didn't watch Avatar two, so I can't say. But I don't watch Avatar two because I didn't like the first one and because I thought it's overrated. So I agree, and I think some of my students agree too. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> incredible how boring and what's up with the tails by the way and the connecting you know i didn't understand anything maybe it's me but you know it wasn't my uh, my film um now funnily enough my underrated film which also appeared in the list of imdb as being overrated so you know this was my personal choice but then you know i saw that it's actually an overrated film according to imdb but you know i personally i love goodwill hunting you know uh i think it's a great film uh, I don't not really know why, but... It's not your fault, Jakob. It's not your fault. It's not my fault. No, exactly. So, you know, I love it. I've watched it like a million times and I find it very inspirational. And, you know, uh, uh, last but not least for Robin Williams, uh, right? Who's playing a fantastic role. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, if you've never seen it, go watch it. I think it's a great film. I think it's really good as well. I actually have a quote from it on my wall because at my um, my dad's wedding, um, everybody had a quote from a film and I got Goodwill Hunting and it says something like, it doesn't matter if the guy is perfect or the girl is perfect as long as they're perfect for each other. Mm. And then I have it and then it's on my wall and then it says Goodwill Hunting underneath. Nice. Yeah, I love it. Like I it. agree. Yeah. Here you go, Robin Williams, just throwing it out there. Uh, yeah, nice. What's your uh, what's your underrated film? Abigail, you... Got to be my favorite film. Yeah, no, underrated and overrated. Because it is underrated. Oh, okay, then it can be your favorite film if it's underrated. But it, but my favorite film is underrated though. Then it's good as long as it's okay, underrated. Okay, it's a film called Hannah. Hannah, okay. Yeah, it's it's underrated because I don't think many people have heard of it. Wait, you probably haven't heard of it, nope. Hannah. Nope. Okay, film came out twenty eleven. Got Saoirse Ronan in. It's about like a sixteen year old girl who's raised in a forest with her dad. He teaches her to be an assassin. <laughs> it's a brilliant, brilliant film. Okay. It's got this great electronic soundtrack by the Chemical Brothers. Ooh, all right. It's just, it's a, it's a beautiful piece of art. It's been my favourite film since 2011. It will always be my favourite film. I am just in love with it. I love it's it. It's underrated. It really is. I love Go it. Go watch Hannah. It's fantastic. Hannah. Uh, I will have a look into it to see if I, I can find it in some streaming surface. Um, look. A trend. Let me tell you my overrated trend. I, you know, this has been a problem, you know, I've been facing for 10 years already of overrated things. You know, you go to London and then the minute you walk out of the metro station somewhere, right, it doesn't matter where, red telephone booth and people are taking pictures with it. 
Oh, it drives me crazy, you know. Holiday pictures. With... Quintessentially British, darling. <laughs> oh, it's not. Nobody uses it. It's just for taking pictures. Oh, what's wrong with that? I think it's cute. I wish that I had that kind of rosy view of, of London, of Britain. I, I feel like that's so cool. Like Americans come with their little their little hat on, like their little sort of baker hat on. And they're like, oh, I'm going to take a picture with the phone box. And they have that London experience. We're just like, this is not London. Exactly. So why the heck do you think it's a London experience if you're going to stand by the, the stupid phone booth? <laughs> yeah, well, personal opinion. It's my opinion, you know. Every time I see people no, taking pictures, your, your things are good. They're catching me off guard. <laughs> Look, uh, you know, I, I like it. I'm calling up, you know, the major of London. I have no clue who that is, but please, you know, can it be something that you know we just have these phone booths taken away? Sadiq Khan, yeah. whoever, you know, take them away. Uh, I'm done with it. What about the London Eye? Do you think that's also overrated? Because I do. Yes, and it's super expensive. You know, it, that, that's even, you know, something that at least that's in favor of the phone booth is that it's free. So, you know, at least you can take a picture. But probably, you know, people are already, you know, paying money to be with a phone booth. But, you know, you should also be so against this. I mean, you're like germaphobic, right? I mean, everybody's using that phone and then putting it, you know, near their mouth. It's ugh. I think my only issue with like pay phones is that, do people carry cash anymore? Like, I can't remember last time I had a coin on me to even then use a payphone. Exactly. Like, it's a bit archaic. Exactly. And so, you know, if somebody is working, like, in the London, you know, public administration, uh, you know, can somebody give me some information how many calls there are still made with these public phone booths? You know, I, I would be happy to hear that, you know, if people are still actually using this on a daily basis. Yeah, I think you use it if you're desperate. If you are desperate, you're like, I have to call home now. I am desperate. Mum, I've left me wallet on the first. I need to go. <laughs> this just, it just seems so desperate. Yeah, probably there's a correlation between people losing their phone or their phone being stolen and then actually the number that people call because that's the only reason I could think. But probably these people ask somebody else, can I use your phone just to call somebody? And then, you know, that way. But anyway. Well, back in the day, right, they used to have a phone book. I can't remember people's names. or I, I wouldn't know my dad's phone number off by heart. I'd have to get the BT phone book out or the, the freaking yellow pages or whatever hmm. it was. I, I don't know if I'm having a Mandela effect here that there was never a phone book in the thing. But There was a phone book like in the thing. There was a phone book in the thing, yeah. There must have been. So it's like, how am I meant to know who to call? I'd have to go... I don't know how I do it. I have to go onto Instagram to then ask somebody to say, can you send me so-and-so's number? Because I don't have it. Well, you know, we, maybe you we should... have to go onto like, yeah. internet cafe. Yeah. Or carry, like, <laughs> but then you can already call via there. So, you know, the question is why the, anyway, you know, again, the things are overrated in tourist attractions and they're not nice. Uh, they have nothing to do with London. Uh, you know, so yeah. Um, overrated uh, is that taking pictures with the phone booth. Uh, any underrated uh, thing, Trent, that you have? Uh, an underrated trend? Oh, you put me on the spot. Oh, I don't like this. Um... Now, I woke up this morning and I've been, you know, on a great uh, sleeping bend, uh, you know. So I'm going to call sleeping underrated. You know, sleeping is not overrated, it's underrated. You know, a nice little nap. A good uh, nap is underrated, by the way. 
Uh, and I'm not a great sleeper, but recently I've been having, you know, you know, pounds of, uh, of, of good nights of sleep. And, you know, it's just uh, somehow, uh, you know, makes you feel good. So sleeping, underrated. Um, I feel that's like saying breathing is underrated, but okay. Um, I mean, I can't nap. Mm. I, I mean, I can't have the old man naps. Um, I just find it difficult to nap in the day. Um, I don't know why. Mm. I just feel groggy. I feel like I've woken up in like 2040 and I'm like, where am I? Um, no, but I, I hear what you're saying and saying, you know, sleeping is underrated and it's like, you know, as if breathing is underrated. But, you know, I do think that, you know, a lot of uh, uh, businesses or whatever are trying to sort of economize on less sleep, uh, you know, so, you know, finding ways of, uh, of, of, of making you sleep less. Uh, and, you know, I think uh, therefore, you know, a lot of people say, uh, you know, you shouldn't sleep. Uh, or Elon Musk says, you know, I, I work on blah, blah, blah for 22 hours a day. You know, the, the man doesn't sleep. Uh, it's, you know, underrated thing. But anyway, uh, probably should have a separate episode on that. <laughs> Actually, I thought about this the other day because I bought a book for our non-existing book club, but I will make it a book club because I want us to have it. Mm. It's uh, a book about sleep. And I think it's called like Timeline or something like that. I don't know, it's in the other room. Mm. Um, but I'm gonna read it and discuss with you because I think you'll find it interesting because oh. it's got all sorts of research and like scientific stuff mm. in it. Mm. All right, yeah, no, uh, you know, I, I read the book by Matthew Walker, Why We Sleep, awesome book. You know, I had a fantastic night's sleep last night. Beautiful dream. I woke up like, oh, damn. Ah, yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful nights. Well, you know, and again, look, look how you feel. Probably feeling, uh, you know, very uh, up. Uh, yeah, as I say, you know, I've had like four nights of good sleep now in a row. So, you know, I'm uh, immediately feeling better. I've had actually pretty bad sleep lately. I think last night was the only good night's sleep. And that's because I've started to go to bed earlier. I go to bed at like 10 now. Nice. If not even early. Sometimes it's 8 o'clock, depending. If I have to teach the next day, I'm, I'm going to bed at 8. There you go. Um... And I feel like I'm getting a longer, obviously getting a longer night's sleep, but also I feel like my dreams are less chaotic and weird. And so I'm not waking up like, what the hell was that? Yeah. I'm just like, oh, you know, my creativity is stifled. Boom. But my sleep is better. There you, oh, all right. Well, maybe that's, you know, that's what you think. But maybe your creativity will come up uh, after a couple of good nights again. <laughs> anyway, shall we go to like an uh, underrated slash overrated place? Yes. I, again, no offense to anyone from these places, just my personal experience. The place that is obviously the most overrated place, LA. I can say that because I've just been to LA. You were there, yeah. Is so overrated. <laughs> and everybody who goes to LA will tell you it's overrated. The only people that won't say it's overrated are people from LA, like the Angelinos. Mm. They'll say, no, no, you haven't been to all the real places and whatnot. But I just felt like the... The, the what you see on the TV and the kind of image and this fantasy that is peddled to you is not accurate. Mm. I feel like um, I didn't see any of that sort of like social media influencer celebrity vapid sort of thing going on. I saw areas that were gentrified and whatnot, but I didn't see anything where I was like, this is su such an authentic place. Like, I don't know. I just thought it was slightly overrated. I didn't think it was a bad place by any means but certainly not what I thought it was. Cause for years and years, I'm talking like t 
10 to 15 years I dreamed of going to LA because it was like a hub of film and you know it was just one of these places that everyone wanted to go to and they went there and I was like oh is that all there is mm. so I did feel like it was a little bit overrated okay but on the flip side an underrated place and I will say this till my deathbed Berlin Berlin is just beautiful it's a very underrated city bright place because people always go to Amsterdam or Paris or whatever but Berlin is just amazing the streets are wide food is great and there's culture and i think it's just got a really nice aura to it i thought an underrated place uh was uh birmingham yeah i'm gonna laugh on you <laughs> look birmingham is the second largest city in the uk um you know and it's super underrated i mean it's very nice it has great history it has you know architectural uh, uh, diversity. There's all kinds of weird buildings everywhere. Uh, I mean, it feels a little crutchy, but once you start to get to know the city and know, know sort of how it works, you know, it's a great place. It has a great library, good museum, uh, you know, there's good shopping, you know, so for everybody, it's like a mini London, uh, but then less crowded. And also, by the way, no red telephone booths over there in Birmingham, which I just very much appreciate. Well, it's nice to see you giving some props to Birmingham. It, yeah, Brummies. I love Brummies. All right, persons overrated, underrated. You know, I'm, I'm happy with overrating some person because I thought about it. Um, and, um, you know, yeah, uh, you know, uh, let me maybe introduce first an underrated person and then we will see immediately in sort of, you know, the, the reflection of that, we will see why this other person is overrated. Uh, and I will tell you what, um, you know, my underrated person, and this is a very nice, you know, sort of, uh, uh, yeah, you know, this is an easy choice, but, you know, I'm going to give, you know, uh, Mr. Zelensky, I'm going to call him an underrated person. I mean, what a hero, you know, he's uh, in Kiev, just, you know, uh, diving and ducking for uh, rocket, uh, rockets and whatever else, explosions. And the man <laughs> is holding down the fort of uh, a small country for a year now. I mean, okay. what an you, underrated you, you man. Overrated person. And then I'm going to say the overrated, and I'm not going to call any names, but basically any person from some sort of kingdom, uh, right? Uh, you know, like uh, king, queens, prince, whatever. All of these people are highly overrated. Um, and, you know, I'm going to I'm going to make this like a home game. So I'm not going to insult the, Brit the Brits here. But, you know, when last time that, you know, the Netherlands was in a war, you know what 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 the king of or the queen of the Netherlands did? No, they 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 flew to London uh, and basically, you know, uh, went there, sit in a nice palace the whole day and wait until the war was over. While Mr. Zelensky is staying at home. Right. So, uh, yeah, big shout out to him, kingdom, whatever people, uh, and, you know, uh, all of them, mild, highly overrated people, in my take. Not least because they are able to write books and then make millions of it, or have Netflix series and make millions of it. I mean, what the fuck? Let's... No, 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 no. Look, hypothetical. Everything's hypothetical over here. These people make millions. Uh, it's unfair. Um, I hope that they donate all the money uh, to the war in Ukraine, uh, you know, to help uh, help Ukraine no. out there. That will be a good cause instead of just sitting in L.A. Uh, doing nothing but complain. 
Fair enough. For me, <clears throat> hmm, an overrated person would be Kylie Jenner. I mean, there's, when I think about overrated, there's a lot of people that come to mind, but I don't want to get slammed. So I'm just going to say that I find her slightly overrated. I'm not doubting that she's got business finesse. She certainly knows how to capitalize on a trend. Um, you know, I'm not saying she doesn't work hard. However, I think she's overrated for what she puts out into the world. And I don't think she particularly is... I don't think she's as um what's the word i don't know if she's doing enough with what she has if that's what i'm trying to say mm -hmm. I, I this is a whole other topic in a whole other episode but i just think like what she's putting out there is not particularly I don't, it's not special i don't know who needs it i don't know who wants it uh i think she you know she just came on this cover and was like i'm this self-made billionaire you're not self-made you came from money how is that self-made <laughs> yourself made if you were born in the trenches and watch yourself back up again selling lipsticks from a you know from your motherhood you know what i mean i'm just like no 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 so i think she's overrated yeah um whereas like someone who's slightly well i wouldn't even say she's underrated because i she's very famous but like someone like bella hadid who does a lot of work for you know charities uh, she's always advocates for um, things to do with Palestinian rights and, you know, because she's hard to You're getting already dirt. messages, always trying you, know, to, you know, in your phone uh, while you are talking about Kylie Jenner. Look You're cancelled! Look, look how, how quick they are already responding to you. It's dry as always, so don't worry oh, about well, it. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I hear, maybe it's, oh, it's my WhatsApp that I'm hearing. Oh, sorry about that. It's you, it's you! Oh, but luckily it's not... You saw in the phone box, oh. all the Brits are like, what the yeah sorry oh my oh my please sorry uh, accept my apologies please yeah but Kylie Jenner um you know I think indeed right um although you know she can be proud of whatever she's done I think you know she can do more uh with a more human cause a more general cause rather than uh, you know flaunting the self-made I mean what's self-made anyway uh it's typically you just a dose of luck well, you know, I've always said if you're rich, I believe that you do whatever you want with your money. Like, you shouldn't have to feel like you should do something. But having said that, I feel like with someone that kind of platform, which has got 380 million followers, she was the most followed person on Instagram until yesterday, Nalcina Gomez, because of some drama. Uh, I find it fascinating that, you know, I just don't see her doing a lot of... I mean, she could be one of these people, there's a lot of charity work and then you never see it, but I just don't get that vibe from her. Mm, no. So... Okay, uh, and maybe a more friendly note, you know, who's your underrated person? Um, myself. Um, oh, cute! <laughs> I don't know. Cute! Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think I should be more important and loved by people. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Underrated. Um, I think Matthew McConaughey. I feel he's underrated. I like him a lot. I think he's very philosophical and he's got a lot to say. And I enjoy what he's got to say. Um, I think he's a great dude. Um, he's been through some shiz and is very good at being able to translate that shiz. He's very good at telling stories, catching green lights. Catching green lights. Um, I find him to be a fascinating individual who has, uh, you know, something to say that is worth 
that's worth it. And I don't really feel like people, you know, talk about that as much. They sort of see him as the still the rom-com sort of stood. And I think he exited that life a long time ago. And he's very philosophical now. You know, he's a, he is a professor of film at Texas University, actually. A lot of people don't like that. Mm. He's really smart. And uh, yeah, I think he's underrated, actually. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, uh, you know, on the other hand, he's also you know, platformed and, you know, he, he comes up in the algorithms, but, uh, you know, yeah, he is underrated. And, you know, I read this book, it's actually really good. And, uh, you know, it's sort of, uh, inspirational mm -hmm. and also pragmatic in, uh, you know, it actually gives you some guidance into how to do certain things. And, you know, that's what I appreciate. Uh, so yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And, you know, I think it also, uh, you know, he had a lot of, uh, courage to say no, to lots of millions, uh, so uh, you know. Yes, he did. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, that's. Uh... I'm going to send you a video <laughs> of him in the rain. He sat in his cafe. It's hilarious. All righty, shall we then go to the final one? And this is where, of course, you know, uh, we come back because we are a student podcast, uh, but we don't want to bore students with a lot of boring talk about student or being a student or all kinds of wise tips and blah, 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 blah. I mean, students know what to do anyway, but still, right. Uh, we said, all right, let's do a little bit mm -hmm. of an overrated, underrated study method. Um, and, uh, you know, we both thought of this, let me kick it off. Uh, you know, I think the most underrated study method is writing summaries, uh, of the stuff that you are taught or the stuff that you're supposed to be, you know, learning or whatever. Writing a summary, uh, you know, even if you like by hand, you know, it just uh, is such a good way of learning uh, because you remember from it and you create connections and whatnot. Uh, and, you know, I, I see that very few people actually do this. Um, and, you know, I'm a big promoter of it, uh, you know, to basically summarize all of the material that you get, uh, summarize the lectures and whatever. It just helps a lot in learning somehow. Um, and, you know, this is also why I think overrated then is you like reading summaries that other people made. I mean, that seriously, that has no value in learning because these summaries are typically incomplete. Uh, you know, they aren't tailored to you. They're tailored to sort of, you know, the, the general people. So, you know, I think summary reading, you know, don't do that. Just write them yourself and then read them. And typically you don't have to read them after you've written them because you remember everything from writing them. Yeah, so that's my under overrated study method. I would really encourage everybody to, you know, start writing summaries, even if you read like a book or if you watch something online, you know, uh, you know, let's say that you need to write a summary of everything that you watch online. You're going to be much more picky also with everything that you watch. You know, you're definitely not going to watch Game of Thrones because, mm. you know, if you have to write a summary, you're going to spend another three days on writing summaries. So you're like, ah, well, I might skip this one. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> All right. What, what do you have? What, do you, what kind of uh, valuable uh, uh, study method do you have? I'll just say the one that I use, that is the only one I actually use is the Pomodoro method. I can't tell if I like it or don't like it. The reason is, I think if I just, the, the sort of thing is that you do, um, uh, you study for every 25 minutes and you have a five minute break and then another 25 minutes and then you have like so on until you get like an hour break or whatever 
so the good thing about this is that you set the clock for 25 minutes and you find yourself sort of getting into the rhythm and so you end up working over so sometimes i'll do 50 minutes and then i'll just have a 10 minute break rather than doing 25 five minute mm. and then i'll sort of do it the only issue i have with this is because of that it just sort of cancels out the fact that i'm doing it in 25 minute increments i might as well just say you're going to do an hour then you're going to have a 15 minute break yeah, I think one of the tricks with it is, is that you can also have like, you know, you're doing 25 and then, uh, you know, you're sort of forced to do something. So you also are forced to start quickly and, you know, it doesn't take forever. So mm -hmm. I think, you know, the shorter increments, but then on the other hand, sometimes you're breaking off a task at, at the middle point where you're just in a good point and then you feel like you're losing it. But I think the idea of the method is yet yeah, to still break it off, have a break, get back to it refreshed or so. But yeah, I like it as well, although I find it very hard to, uh, to stick to, uh, you know, and, and be sort of very disciplined about it. But why is it actually called the Pomodoro method? It, it has something to do with like a tomato timer or something like that, right? It's like a Pomodoro tomato. Tomato. Why did I say tomato? You just said your accent then. T tomato, tomato. 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 Um, tomato. Oh, go. Tomato. Um, <laughs> tomato. I'm going to start saying indeed all the time as well. Do I say indeed a lot? Dutch people say indeed so much. It's something I picked up. I've noticed. Why do you say indeed all the time? Hmm. Or it's not possible. It's not possible to do this. It's like, but it is possible. That's not what that means. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I just know it's just a thing. Indeed. <laughs> it's not possible. Um, yeah, so the Pomodoro technique is pretty good. But also, a question, how do you feel about people who film themselves studying for like four hours, put it on YouTube? Yeah, I've seen those. <clears throat> I, I, I'm, I'm, I've mixed feelings about it. Um, because on the one hand, it feels, I find it interesting. I can believe it's some sort of motivational thing. And apparently also these people have like a community around them that sort of studies with them. So, you know, I'm some, yeah, somehow I do think it's applaudable. On the other hand, you know, yeah, well, you know, if it helps people, why not? I mean, I find it quite enjoyable actually. And, you know, it is impressive, uh, you know, if you're able, uh, if you're able to study for that long and uh, yeah, why not? Is this a good time to say I've actually filmed one? <laughs> I filmed one ages ago and did it because I wanted to see what it would be like to sit there, study and edit it and then put it out there. And is it still out there? Can people watch it? It's not worth it. Oh. Was it any good? Did... Yeah, they can. And did people also like follow you and were they chatting with you and stuff? No. Um, <laughs> I found myself being super self-conscious of myself and my movements and the editing, having to render that fit. Oh no. Yeah. If you were like doing it all the time and you're getting popular to the point you can monetize it, fine. Like the one guy's like, I can study for 12 hours. He's like a medical student. I can study for 12 hours. I'm like, you have no life. How are you doing that? Well, I think, you know, again, also the, it's, it's um, somehow, I think it's also about if you then have the channel, then you sort of have to. So then it becomes like more of, you know, an enforced thing because you have the channel, you have to do it anyway. But, you know, personally, I don't think it's super healthy to study for 12 hours in a row. I mean, I don't understand why everything has to be like, uh, you know, a big challenge and, you know, I can do more than that. You know, I think people should just do whatever they want. Uh, but yeah, apparently, you know, you need to yeah, be the, sure. the best on yeah. everything. And, you know, if that works for them, that works for them. Cool. Are so, we ready for the Harry round? Are we, are we on the Harry oh, Styles round? Yes, of course. We now? have the Harry Styles round. Yes, the Harry, the update. Yeah. Uh, of course, let me get to it.
did a little update this week, uh, and um, I found an article in Cosmopolitan. And yeah, people, you can come a little bit closer to the radio for this update. Um, you know that uh, the title reads: Styles is reportedly reportedly seeing someone new months after his split from Olivia Wilde. Ah, good for Harry, right? Very happy for Harry. A little sad for myself because I can tell the public now it's not me that he's seeing. You know, uh, the dedicated fans apparently of uh, of Harry and Olivia, um, you know, need to now start accept that it's really over. The article reads by Kaylee Roberts. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, apparently he split up and he's now seeing some money, but he's keeping it private. Uh, you know, so everybody's now guessing who this person may be, uh, and we don't really know. Um, so, you know, um, we, we don't even really know where it's at yet. Um, so yeah, the corners of the internet are buzzing with rumors that Harry is doing exactly this with person X and Y and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's unclear apparently. Uh, but yeah, uh, Harry's moving on. Good for him, huh? Good for him. Yeah. Seems very quick, but good for him. Hey, uh, you know, what's quick? That's true. But let's see. Um, so um, if was there anything else in this article? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, about the relationship. I mean, who people... do you think it is? I wonder who it is. Well, it's you or me, of course. I've got to speculate who this might be. Is it you? I think it's Kendall Jenner. Because hmm. she... <laughs> Can you imagine? I think it's Kendall Jenner because she split with her boyfriend at the same time he split with Olivia and they always had a history we read it in the magazine last time right so I think it might be her mm, it might be it might be because he it... has a reason to want to keep her quiet why well because it, I think he'd have a lot of public scrutiny if people found out he was dating Kendall Jenner again they'd be uh, like ew but why can't he just date whoever he wants maybe I don't know he could date whoever he wants but I'm saying there's people out there that are weird and <laughs> won't like it so but, you know, uh, here in the Daily or in the Mirror uh, and per the Daily Mail, somebody said, Harry is seeing someone. He's going to great lengths to keep her identity quiet after the circus surrounding his relationship with Olivia. Um, then, but his close circles all know about the romance. Though it's early days, things seem to be going well. And so is someone from said circle reported that to the media? Because then how would they know? Exactly. This is my problem. It's like a source of a source, a source says, and it's like, who is being disloyal to me? Yeah. I just could never. Exactly. I wouldn't I would do never. that. You know, if I were Harry's friend, you know, I would never be disloyal. Um, but uh, yeah, um, here, by the way, about the relationship between Harry and Olivia, she and Harry are good friends. There's no animosity whatsoever. Another source said. Plus, she's got many different directing projects in the works so you know olivia is just focusing on her job now good for her good for her no but you know just the, the update focusing then i guess crap. is that you know harry is uh <clears throat> harry is moving on uh from his breakup with olivia wilde which first of all i couldn't care less about that he's moving on so i'm not sure why this is news <laughs> uh but and now he's also apparently seeing someone new which i couldn't care less about so i don't really know why this is news what do, you, what do you think? Is our podcast overrated or underrated? I was just about to say this. Our podcast is underrated. It's very underrated. 
let the people decide. Uh, lovely people, if you, uh, by the way, are, think our podcast is underrated, then you can, of course, give us stars, apparently, in the rating thing. And you can leave a comment, uh, you know, especially, uh, don't please don't let it be flag. It's all fun and games. Uh, but, you know, uh, you can always, uh, uh, you know, say something nice about Abigail or about me. Um, and if you like the podcast, you know, subscribe and whatever not. Uh, I will only do this one time because I hate promoting it. But uh, yeah, if you want to do that, that would be awesome. Smash that subscribe button. Smash it, hit the like, <laughs> the plus, do whatever you want. Uh, because we're going to be here for the next season, you know, with some episodes uh, all related to student life and or any other topic uh, that's sort of going on in our lives or that we find fun to talk about. And we hope to see you again right next week, Abigail. Abigail's just sipping water, so she can't answer. Here. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Abigail, you want to say bye to the people because you always do it so nicely? Goodbye. Bye, lovely people. See you next week. <laughs>